welcome back. I'm so excited. We've been on a little a little hiatus from Power Hour. Uh, well, partially planned. I had a week planned off, but then I also got sick, so it ended up being a double hiatus week. But we're back. It's Business Power Hour. This is my weekly live show where I get really smart, awesome people to come on here and let me pick their brain for an hour. <laughs> I get to ask them all my nosy, prodding questions about business and entrepreneurship. And if you guys come live, you guys can ask questions too. So I always say the people that come live are like VIP. If you guys put questions in the chat, there's a good there's a good chance that we'll chat about it on the show, which I think is really, really fun. So today we have an amazing panel for you guys. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Rebecca, you want to go first and tell everybody who you are, what you do. I believe you both have like little free gifts. You guys can pitch your freebies to them and tell them about the awesome stuff you have. Yes, thank you. Um, excited to be here. My name is Rebecca Lara. I am a certified life coach and I help busy mom entrepreneurs to scale their business with without working harder, working more. Um, so yes, I love helping to support women with systems and planning and organization and um, trying to simplify life and business, basically. Um, what else? Oh, and so I do have a freebie um, that I'm happy to share to get people started if they're interested. Um, I am the creator of the Time to Thrive program. That's how I work with clients one-on-one. -on -one. And so I've created a Time to Thrive series for your first steps. Um, and you can find that at timetothriveseries.com. Um, you guys just, need sorry. to get Rebecca's freebies. They're so good. I'm like, your freebies are always really, really good. I actually was like, just looking at, I was looking for something in an air table and I found like a template you had given out, I think in our last bundle or something. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she's giving this out for free. It's so good. <laughs> like, I feel like I need to tell her she needs to charge them for this. <laughs> I do sometimes. <laughs> no, but yeah. I like, I like to support women because, yeah, I mean, this topic is near and dear to my heart because I'm also a mom of three and all three have special needs. Um, and my oldest is a survivor of multiple organ failure. So I know what it's like to feel overwhelmed, um, you know, and even in, now that she's better, just in the daily average everyday life, it's like it's still it's very overwhelming and I don't want anyone to struggle as much as I was struggling. Um, so I'm happy to talk about this topic, um, especially even this week when I have, you know, th four of us sick this week and my husband traveling and I could choose to think a lot of overwhelming thoughts right about now. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have to talk more about that for sure. I have like lots of follow-up questions for you. And I also just have to add, Rebecca's also my business manager. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. only does she run her own business, she literally keeps my ass straight. <laughs> and the reason, People always say this that the mastermind like runs so well and everything goes so well. And I'm like, that's all Rebecca. That has I have nothing to do with that. And Rebecca built the systems for me. A lot you don't do a lot of the admin stuff anymore, but we still use the systems that she built for my business. And I just have to give you like a really quick testimonial. Before I hired her, I was so busy and everything was so disorganized. The VA I had that worked for me at the time would sign on every day and start crying. <laughs> that's a true story like we would both just like be so overwhelmed and like cry and it was awful and rebecca came on the team and like 
started making systems for us and we started putting everything in a sauna and i always say like nothing lives in my brain anymore it all just lives in a sauna because it's the only way i can like not lose my mind with everything going on and so i just have to give that testimonial to rebecca that she's like the reason i feel like that we're able to output so much and do all the events and do the mastermind and do as many launches as we do is because she came in and like cleaned up the huge mess that i had kind of i had like kind of created a monster behind the scenes and the business started growing, which I feel like is the dream, right? It's like, you're like working, working, working. All of a sudden I was like, oh my God, it's like all working, it's all growing. But I didn't have systems in place and it literally was like a, an, an actual, like I'm not exaggerating, it was awful. It was like really, really terrible. And so now I feel like everything is pretty clean, organized. Like we always know what's going on and we're able to keep all these balls up in the air with pretty minimal drama, I think for the amount that we do. And it's a total testament to you and those systems because before that there was like none of that. So anyway, I'm really, really excited to talk to you. And then we have Lucy. I'm so excited that you could make it. Thank you so much for coming. Tell everybody a little bit about you and what you do. Yes, thank you for having me. Just like what you have been sharing. So hi, I'm Lucy Reyes. I'm a productivity strategist. And I'm here because of all of the reasons that we already started talking about systems. I personally use Trello. So that is my tool. It's very visual. I love it. But organization and systems, all of that is actually going to help you grow your business, get more done in less time. We're all busy entrepreneurs. We have lives. I'm also a mom of two. We also got sick for the past like two weeks and we've been in a constant cycle of illnesses and school started. And so we have little time and we need to be more impactful with the little time that we have. And you can really do that with systems and getting organized and planning and all of those things. So I have a free quiz. What type of planner are you that you can go to cheers to productivity.com slash quiz. And that will give you some really helpful tips based on what type of planner you are. It'll take you some of my, um, to some of my podcast episodes so that way you can get some instant and free support right away. But yeah, everything that we've been talking about, that's, I love it. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I was ah, like, this I is the it. perfect talk for me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I was so excited you signed up for the panel. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be perfect. Cause I've done events. I've done some of your events that you posted and they're always so well organized. And I do not say that lightly. Like we work with a lot of different people and a lot. And like, there's some summits and bundles we do where we're like, oh, let's never work. With <laughs> Just cause it's like, oh my gosh, like there's like last minute deadlines and stuff is forgotten and they'll like miss spell my stuff on graphics or stuff doesn't work. Oh no, Rebecca's gone. She'll come back. She'll come back. Um, but yours is always so well run. And I'm always like, just so impressed with just the level that you execute everything at. And like that, I know that we do events like that all the time. There's so much work and there's so much like little things that people don't even think about. And so I know when someone has a well run event, like they have good systems like going on, especially cause you don't have like a big team or anything. Do you? No, so I have, well, I just actually expanded on my team. So I'm getting better at delegating as well and outsourcing. Skill, yeah. <laughs> so I have my own Rebecca. I have an OBM as well. I have a VA and then I just brought on a tech VA because I have a lot going on. So I'm, I always get told about the events. That's like one of the most common things I get is like, oh my gosh, this was so organized. This was so put together. And because it's organized, I'm able to dedicate more time to like, 
focus on strategy and focus on supporting my contributors and my speakers and everyone. So that way everyone has a good experience. Um, but that is one thing that I always, always hear. So thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> to like your systems, I feel like for sure. And then someone just left this. I thought this was such a nice comment in the chat. She said, I took Lucy's quiz. I'm a flexible planner, which is so right. Can't <laughs> wait to get your email with tips on how to organize stuff my way. So they do the tip, they do the quiz and then they get like custom tips based on what they need. Is that the deal? Yes. So you guys have to go do that. I'm sure like the tips on there and everything are really, really good. So I want to ask you guys, oh, here's a question somebody just said in the chat. Okay, let's talk about this. She says, hey, everybody, I'm so psyched for this. Currently feeling a bit intense and looking for some balance. <laughs> what what are your guys' tips for like, I'm imagining when you say you feel intense, you feel overwhelmed. But tell me like, what is the breed of intensity? <laughs> Like, what is the feeling? Is it overwhelm? Is it anxious? Is it stress? Like, what is what is your brand of intense? Let us know and we can speak more. And if you want to give us more details about what's going on, we can we can speak more specifically to that. But I think this is like very common in online business and in life. Right. I think it's a very common human experience just in general feeling overwhelmed, feeling like I have too much to do, like I don't know where to start. What are your guys' tips for someone that's feeling like that right now? That's like, I want to, I know I want to have a business. I don't want to go like give up on it, but I'm in this seasonal life where things are feeling very intense. What are kind of your top couple things you tell people to start doing to manage some of that? Yeah. So something that I, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you might be doing a lot. <laughs> and I know when I started, I wanted to do everything and not just that, but I had taken a course specifically that said, do everything. This is how you do it on every platform. Post a hundred times on Twitter. <laughs> so I went through that. I went through this phase of trying to be everywhere. And so you instantly get overwhelmed. And so when you are feeling intense or overwhelmed or just tired and getting closer to burnout, like take a step back and slow down. I think it's something that's super hard for everyone to do because if you're slowing down, it feels like you're not moving forward, but it's so important to slow down take a look at what you're doing, what's actually working, what's not working and let go of some things. Like you don't have to be everywhere. You don't have to post everywhere. You don't have to do all of the things I can go on a rant of this forever, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a really good tip. And that's one of the things I tell people a lot and coach on a lot in the mastermind is like breaking things into smaller chunks. Yeah. Right. So I think too, when you're thinking like, Oh, I have to do all the things and I need to email, and I need to do social media, I need to make product, I need to make my website, I need this. It's like, that feels very overwhelming. But if you can break it into like, I need to outline the first module for my course. And then it's like, do like give yourself like a doable task. A lot of people too, when they make their to-do list, they make their tasks way too big. So they'll be like, they'll put on their to-do list, like work on course. And I'm always like, what the fuck does that mean? Like you don't, like if you, I have that written on my list and I sit down to do that, I don't know what I need to do, right? I still have to put mental energy into like, oh, am I supposed to be recording? Am I supposed to be making slides? Am I supposed to be researching the tech and buying my platform right now? Like, what am I actually supposed to be doing? And so I think part of it is like breaking things down, like realizing like, yeah, you don't have to do everything. And then like, what do I want to do? And just pick like one. I'm always like, when you get really overwhelmed, I'm like, just do one thing and then everything else is a bonus. <laughs> So Rebecca, what about you? I know you have a lot of great 
I know you coach people all the time and have a lot of great tips for this stuff too. We were just talking about this in the Q&A um, call today in the mastermind. Um, but yeah, like you guys are saying, simplify. Like that is that is how I got through all of my overwhelm. Um, I And like you said too, like I started my business during the pandemic or this portion of my business during the pandemic um, with three kids home with special needs, remote learning, you know, it was just, it felt like chaos. And so I had no choice but to simplify. So it was like, I just had a bullet journal and I had three things, you know, or one thing on some days, depending on what felt manageable. And like you said, if I got those done, I could always do more. Like if I had more time or more energy, I could always do more. And then I felt like I was winning because I'm like, heck yeah, like I got all this done and I did something extra which felt a lot better than having 100 things on a list and getting one checked off and feeling defeated. Like I just realized I was working against myself. Um, so I always say, you know, can I, can, if you're in a period of overwhelm or grief or someone's sick or whatever, like just take it back down to the basics. What's one thing we can like do this month or this week or whatever, and then just build on and layer as you're able. Taking your wins, I think, is huge. I just did a rant on this. I think in the mastermind, I might have even been, I might have been ranting while I was coaching someone, but I was like, you're up right now. Like you're fucking winning. Like your your business is growing. You're getting things done. You're getting more clients. We just launched a product. Like she's done so much. And I was just like, you gotta take your wins. And I was like, you know, the reality is. I'm always like kind of a pessimist, I think, where I'm just like, you know, life is gonna life for all of us. And we're gonna have like, you're gonna have like tragedies and really difficult stuff coming to your business at some point, like we all are. But I was like, when you're up, be up. And I was like, be up, like you are winning right now, like take your wins. And that's a thing I think, I think I'm gonna make a module about it, about like letting yourself win in business and taking your wins, because I really think especially a lot of the moms I coach, it's like this constant, like I should be doing more. I should be doing more. I'm not getting enough. I'm not doing enough for my kids. I'm not doing enough for myself. I'm not doing enough for my husband. I'm not doing enough for my business. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And it's such a horrible story to see women live in, especially when I'm like, there's just, you just can't tell me like anybody, we have so many moms in the mastermind that have like three or four kids and will come on a call and tell me like, they're not getting anything done and they're not doing anything. And I'm like, that's just like, can't be true. <laughs> I'm like, there's just no way that that, I'm like, I just don't believe that about you. <laughs> I'm like, you can tell me that, but like, I don't believe that there's, if there's any possible way you have three kids and you're not working your ass off all day. Like, I just, I just know that's not true. Right. And that's, and that's why I start almost every call with like, share your wins with me. Like, let's start with like all that is going well. And out, even outside of your business, like you said, with moms, it's like, you're doing so much and there's so much to celebrate. And if you had a, a to-do list for every single thing you're doing for your family, for yourself, for your business, for whatever else, it's like, there's a lot there, you know, and that we tend not to give ourselves credit for all of that. And, yeah, for sure. For sure. I think it's important in business. Like, yeah, it's ch chunk those things down into small tasks and then like, let yourself win. Like, like make a list that's like two things and do it and then feel like yeah like i'm working on my business like look at me like mm -hmm. i'm a boss over here like we're just winning over here today right mm -hmm. and it's like you can create an experience building your business where you feel like heck yeah like i'm getting something done every day and i'm moving forward and this is all happening or you can create an experience that feels very miserable 
right? And I think we've all probably had seasons of our life at different times where the business feels a little miserable, right? And it's like, I don't want that for new entrepreneurs. You guys already have so much to learn and the learning curve is steep and it ain't easy out here. It's not easy to get in this game, you know, it's just not. And so I'm like, take your wins. Um, what do you guys think as far as like, I know you guys are both really big into systems for people that are like, my business is a mess. I'm doing like random stuff, but the systems then feel overwhelming too. This is what happened to me when I brought Rebecca on where I was like, I don't have time to create systems. <laughs> what are some tips to get for people to get started? Maybe that just don't have anything organized and don't have any processes or systems yet. Yeah, so I would say to start with one. <laughs> I think it's so easy to see your entire business be disorganized and you just want to do everything. And you feel like the only way that you're going to get more time or see the feel like you're finding everything when you want it and everything, then you have to have everything organized. But even just starting small, like you said, like break it up small, small task at a time. Like Rebecca said, get your checklist going with three things, Max, like start small, even just naming something accordingly easy for you to find it. Like that is a win too. <laughs> like you don't have to organize everything at once. It can be just one thing, one, one document, one folder, one thing at a time. And so I think it's, it's just so easy to get overwhelmed with everything that you have to get organized, but just start, just get started and then just keep up with it. Yeah. I love that. Those, those are really, really, I think that's really important, right? Is just starting with one thing. And I would say too, like, look at the thing that's like, make the most slow, annoying thing. <laughs> and that's always a good place to start is like, can I make a system for like, if writing your email takes you a bajillion hours every week it, and you're spending like four hours doing it, it's like, okay, how could I make a system where this is faster for me? Like maybe you research all the topics at the beginning of the month and you do a draft and then you only have to go in once a week and clean it up and schedule it or something like that. Right. And I think when you're a solopreneur, like starting to build those processes can save you a ton of time. Like a lot of solopreneurs, I think, get very lax on the processes and how they do things because they don't have a team. And so they they give themselves the luxury of like spending a lot of time thinking about a topic and like writing their thing. And then like every time trying to figure out the tags every time or researching stuff every time. It's like, just make a checklist for yourself right? Where it's, and make a process. I'm going to talk about this in my training tonight at, at um, Get Social Media Done Week. You want to make a process where it's like, okay, the first of the month, I pick my four topics and I have ChatGPT write four drafts and I put them in my Google Doc or I put them in my calendar. And then on my lunch break every Monday, I edit one and I schedule it to go out on Wednesday. And like making a clean process for yourself where you do it the same way every time, that's always been like, extremely helpful to me, especially as someone with ADHD who can like go off on a, you know, also down to write an email and end up making a new program. <laughs> Rebecca's laughing because she knows. <laughs> what about you, Rebecca? What's your tip for like getting started? If you're like, I know I need to be more organized. I know I need systems, but like yes. I'm drowning or I don't know where to start. Yeah, that's a common concern. Um, and I agree with what Lucy said and what you said. Like, just get started. The thing that our brain always jumps to, like, well, if I do this system, I've got to, like you said, Lucy, like, I got to get it all done and all organized and perfect. And it's like, 
that's one way to do it, but is it the most helpful? No, like what could be more helpful is like, just start it, even if it's like a skeleton outline or something. And as you work on that, that task, whatever it is, even if like email writing, it's like the next time you write an email, how can you build on it, you know, and just keep adding to it. And I always, again, I like to think of layers. Um, it's just like, I'm doing it like together with the task. So it's not like a separate task that feels overwhelming, like developing systems. Again, like you said earlier, like when you have these big things, like create you know, business, create business, <laughs> write a book. It's oh, just, no. <laughs> so create systems feels like that for a lot of people and myself included. And so when you just um, know that you can kind of do it while you're working, it's not a separate task. It's just like, I'm doing the email and I'm going to like write down what were the steps I took this time. And then next time you can always build on that. And, you know, I, I also love like screen recording, you know, finding shortcuts that even if the screen recording isn't like the best, it's like, well, you can always um, refine that. You know, it's always a work in progress, I guess, is my point. And, and that yeah. I feel like takes the pressure off and allows you to get started. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you guys too, something Rebecca got me on to that I always go back to is just putting all my tasks in a sauna. And sometimes I'll like get out of that habit and I'll start like making like weird little ADHD to-do lists or go on some new app or I'll like just, I'll just get out of the habit of like everything lives in a sauna. And as soon as I get overwhelmed or there's a lot going on, the first thing I do is I just go in a sauna and I'm like, everything has to live in here. I'm like, nothing can live in Faith's brain. I'll even sometimes message the, gr the group, our team chat, and I'll just be like, my brain is like tapped. Everything has got to be in a sauna. Don't put anything in the chat. Don't ask me to do anything. And like, it all has to go in a sauna. Like nothing lives in Faith's brain. And then what's nice about a sauna for me is I can have all those different projects, but it generates a to-do list for me and prioritizes. We can have like a, I can have one for the launch and one for the podcast and like different boards for different projects but then it all will generate onto my main to-do list. When I sign on, I just look at like, what are the tasks that are due today? And then like kind of what are the tasks that are due this week if I want to work ahead? But that way I don't ever have to sit in here and think, what should I be doing? I'm like, you, I'm like, just go in the office and do what's on your Asana task and then you're done, right? And that, that gives me, it gives me good work boundaries too. Cause it's like, okay, these are the things we have to get done today. And then it's like, and then you can go do whatever you want, Faith. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like I might sit in here and yeah, I might get some things that need to be done done, but then I might do some random shit and then I'll talk to Kelsey on the phone for an hour and then I'll like be doing who knows what and then I'll be in the mastermind Facebook group and next you know it's 5 p.m. And I'm like, what was I even supposed to do today? I don't know. <laughs> and so I really suggest if you guys ever use the sauna, it's we have the free plan still, I think, don't we? Yes. We just have the free plan and it's great. And so that I think, is, I mean, I know there's a bunch of them. It doesn't really have to be a sauna, I guess. But I think that one is super simple. It's easy to use. It doesn't take, a, I don't think it takes that long to learn. And then you have it for free. You don't have to pay a monthly fee or anything. And it'll organize all your tasks. So I like that and Google Calendar. Those are like my two ride or die things. I want to talk to you guys about mindset. And I thought, I thought of you earlier, Rebecca, because I creeped on your call for a minute it like popped up on my phone mm -hmm. when i was scrolling where you were live in the group and you were talking about like kind of how your mindset used to be and how it is now and i had this flash of coaching you like a long time ago <laughs> and i remember just being like i know i'm gonna sound like an asshole and i know i don't have kids and i know like your circumstances are 
like fucking hard. Like I was like, I agree with you. Like it's it's all hard. It's a lot, right? Like this is just that's just to me. It was like factual with what was going on when I was coaching you. But I was like, but it's possible that you could focus on other thoughts that feel a little better here. And I remember you kind of being like, I'm like willing to like hear you on this, but this is like really hard for me to even think about like that, that could even be available. And then I was like listening to you coach. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like she just like gets it in such a profound way now. And you're so good at teaching it now. And I was just like, gosh, I was like, I have to have her on the podcast to talk about that. But, and I'm sure you've been through this Lucy too, where it's like, it just feels like your brain is like, no, we have so much to do and there's no way this could ever feel better. Like I for sure just have too many tasks on my list and the tasks create overwhelm and I feel overwhelmed because of what's on my to-do list. And this is all just like out of my control. I think our brains love to play victim. My brain loves to do it, right? It's like, everything's the worst. <laughs> It'll, it loves to do it to Matt. It's like, Matt, like everything's really hard in the business right now. <laughs> Well, we just, I think our brains kind of naturally like to play victim and kind of be like, oh, like this poor me, like I can't do anything about this. So I'd love to hear what you guys think about that and how you kind of manage your mindset when you're feeling overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought up that story because I tell some version of that all the time because I would argue with everyone that came across my way that I had it the worst, right? Like, I don't have time. I, and I would prove to them why that was true. And they would be like, like oh, look at all the evidence I've collected. You're so right. <laughs> like, I knew it. And then I realized one day, and through your coaching, of course, too, it was just like, hey, like, I actually have some sickness, like, right? And like, and you shared this with me, and I shared this on that Q&A today. I'm like, um, we create our own suffering. And I realized I was creating my own suffering in my mind about the victim mentality and the whole story about my time and um, being overwhelmed. And I'm like, this is not serving me. I do not want to live this way anymore. And it was just like, I don't remember the exact day that light bulb went off, but it has been transformational. And I just realized like, I could start thinking of things differently. Like you said, like what other possibility is there? And so, um, yeah, I don't know. Life is so different now. And like I said, like the old me this week would have like been, woe is me. My husband's gone. We're all sick. It's the worst. How am I ever going to, you know, and I would go on and on. I'm like, that's, that's not helping anyone. And it's making me feel horrible. And I was, I was done with it. Um, and, I mean, I'm not saying everything is rainbow and sunshine because it's not. We still have hard news. Um, I but, started to talk about this stuff because I don't ever want people to think we like gaslight people in the mastermind or no. it's positive. Cause I'm like, it's really not like, it's, I'm really not that positive of a, of a coach. Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah I agree. I'm like, my life outlook is kind of like, yeah, life is unfair and hard. Like right. that's kind of what I think for all of us. Right. It's like, you know, and some people walk like really tough roads. Right. And I just believe that to be true. And it's like knowing that that's how life is. And it's like, well, how do you want to show up and what do you yeah. want to think about it? And what story do you tell? It's like, this is one place we have a little bit of leverage and a little, cause I'm like, we don't have any say over what happens to us. Like for the most part, right. A little bit we do, but a lot of big things in life, we don't get a say over. And yeah. so then it's like, okay, knowing that it's like, where do we have leverage and where can we exert some control? And it's really like the story and the framing that you give it. And that's why I think I love coaching business so much. Cause for me, it's like just trying to find little leverage points for people where they can kind of upgrade their story. And I really commend you too, because I think 
time and money are the two hardest things I coach people on 100%. And the reason why is because of what you said, because our brains are programmed to prove us right. So if I think I don't have enough time, my brain's like, oh, let me go collect evidence, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other one is like, I don't have enough money, right? And so then it's like, oh, let me collect evidence for that. And so usually by the time people come to me, they have told their stories about not having enough time and not having enough money and lived in a real feeling of scarcity, of fear, of stress, of, of overwhelm, like even to where their nervous system is like shot sometimes, right? Because of these stories they're telling over and over and over again. And it's hard to get people out of that. And I remember coaching you and being like, I don't know if she's gonna like be ready to hear this. Like I, I knew I had to say it to you, right? It was kind of one of those moments. And I was like a newer coach too. I was like, oh God, I have to like say this to her. And I really feel for her and she's in such a tough spot. And I have to like, say something kind of hard it was hard to say sometimes right but to see like you like really simmered on it and like we're open to like doing things different and like i really commend you for that and i think that's what makes you such a good coach because you are so coachable and you've been coachable on things that like felt really real right when we think i don't have enough time and i don't have enough money that for sure just feels real it felt like a fact for sure <laughs> yeah you're like this is the truth what are you talking about <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the sky is blue and I am very busy. <laughs> what about you, Lucy? Have you had any mindset stuff come up for you with your productivity journey? Have you always been very, very organized or what has that kind of been like for you? So I've kind of always been organized, but not in the way that I am now because you don't know what you need to organize when you start a business. Like a lot of us come in as bloggers or influencers or content creators or something where we're not thinking like I'm going to be a business owner you're just coming in with a side hustle so you just start and then you keep adding on and adding on and adding on and that's when all that mindset drama comes which is why I love your coaching faith because mindset is so so important to everything that you do especially as a business owner even like when you're trying to get productive because you know like Rebecca said one thing that comes up that I hear a lot is I don't have time. I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. And it's, you know, I know there's so much like there is a norm of like not wanting to hear more about like we all have the same 24 hours in a day, but it's true. And so I like to try to encourage people to shift their mindset to be like, OK, well, you don't have time, but let's change it to be I'm not going to make the time to do blank. And that's where focusing on your priorities comes in. And so that kind of shift helps you realize like, okay, well, I'm actually not going to make time for this or that. And that's a way of like you also seeing how that feels. So if you're like, I'm not going to make the time to cook dinner tonight, then you're like, oh, wait, I actually do need to cook dinner. And so that becomes a priority right now you are making the time to get that thing done. But you might say something like, okay, I don't have time to go to the store. But if you're saying I'm not going to make the time to go to the store, then that might feel okay. You're like, okay, yeah, I don't need to go today. I could go tomorrow or something. So I think that shift in perspective just really helps you realize like, okay, wait, wait, wait. That actually is a priority. I need to fit that in. What else can I move out? Uh, yeah. um, but mindset is just so important with everything that you do as a business owner. Yeah, I love that so much. And Oh gosh, I just had something I was gonna say and it totally left my brain. It'll come it'll come back to me. <laughs> I'll fill it in while you're thinking, but I was just gonna say, yeah. 
based on what everyone has said here, it's like, it's so key. Like, I don't feel like productivity will work if we only focus on the tools and the apps and the, you know, asanas of the world. Like, we have to pair it with the mindset of like, believing that like, you can find time to make these things work for you, right? Like they have to go together because otherwise the tool is useless. And yeah. I learned that lesson along the way too, because I'm, I like to be organized. And I, I always thought like, that's all, like I'm a math teacher and an architect by trade. So like, I'm all about the logic, right? And so my journey has really, um, the whole mindset journey has been really an important piece for me, I guess, is my point. It's like, it's, it needs to go together with the tools to be. Yeah. Safe. Your mind is so powerful. <laughs> it is yeah. so powerful. It's more powerful than you think. Um, like whatever you tell yourself is going to come true. If you tell yourself that you're going to have the time to do something, then that's going to come true. If you tell yourself you're going to, uh, get something done or get somewhere in your business, like that's going to come true because it shapes the actions that follow. So whatever you tell yourself, that's what you're going to believe. And then those are, that's what's going to determine what actions you take. If you're telling yourself you're not going to get, you know, get it done or you're not going to have time, then you're going to create the action of not doing stuff to get it done. So mindset is so important with everything. Yeah. And I was going to say too, it came back to me. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, oh my gosh, I just lost it again. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, I got it. I got it. I was going to say, I hear people all the time. They'll prioritize, especially with women or in moms and stuff. They'll prioritize their time in the moment, especially with kids. Right. So I coached someone a couple of weeks ago. She had like a sick kiddo at home and she's like, my kid was really sick. We had to like, I think she even had to go like urgent care and like all this stuff. And then she also was telling me, but I also, I just really haven't been working on my business. I haven't gotten anything done. And I was like, you made a decision in that moment to prioritize your kid. Like, and what I'll see is like, people will make, will make decisions in the moment to prioritize their rest or prioritize their family or prioritize their kid. But then instead of like having their back about like, no, I made an owning that decision, like what you were talking about, where it's like, no, I made a decision to prioritize my kid that week. Like, I chose not to work on the business because I wanted to prioritize my kid versus I just haven't been working on the business. Faith. Like this is what they'll say to me at coaching, right? They'll be like, I just haven't been working and I just can't make any progress. And I don't know why. And it's like this very disempowering story versus like, well, let's all tell ourselves the truth here. Like you made a decision to prioritize your kid and or to prioritize your rest or prioritize whatever it was. Right. And it's like it's keeping your brain lined up with those decisions because a lot of times we'll make decisions like that in the moment, but then we circle back a couple weeks later and try to shame ourselves for like not getting enough done or not doing this, or I didn't, I didn't hit the deadline for that. And it's like, what would it be like if you had your own back? Right. And so that's part of the decision-making framework we teach in the mastermind is like, you make decisions fast and you also don't circle back a couple weeks and tell a shitty story about a decision you made. You have your own back as far as like, I made the best call I could in that moment right? Like we're all going to make decisions. We won't remake in business. <laughs> That's just like the way the game is, right? It's like some of them you'll like, and some of them you'll be like, Hmm, like we have some learning to do from that choice, but either way you can say, but I did the best I could in that moment. Right. I didn't, wouldn't remake that decision. And I see now why we don't want to do that again, but I like past faith was doing her best. Like she had to make a hard call. You know what? Like she didn't know. And she made her best choice. And like, that way you can move forward cleanly. So I think prioritizing your stuff and then staying lined up, keeping your brain lined up with your priorities 
and not circling back and shaming yourself for not getting enough done. And that's something I coach people on a lot. What do you guys think as far as like growing a business when we're talking about growing a business without like hustling all the time? Like, how do you figure out how to prioritize which tasks? Like, that's something I hear a lot from people is like, should I be doing this or this? And like, how do I know which are the most important ones? And I want to do everything in the right order. And like, what do you tell people kind of stuck in that conundrum? <laughs> Good question. Um, I'll say the thing that helps me the most and you teach in the mastermind as well is some kind of planning system, right? Like a 90 day or I use a 12 week year um, where you know, you make that intentional decision and then you follow through on it and you don't let yourself, you know, branch off into big, you know, multiple projects. And that's where, like, I find something like Asana or a tool like that helpful because it's it's written, it's, it's in front of you. You know, you don't have to keep making those decisions over and over again about should I be doing this or this? Because, you know, two weeks ago you made the decision you were going to follow through on this idea and this project and you're going to stick with it for the 12 weeks or the 90 days. And then when that's over, you can reevaluate. Is it working? Do I want to keep doing this? Am I going to try a different strategy? And that for me takes all the, the overwhelm and drama away because I'm like, like you said, having my back, like, no, I made this decision ahead of time and I'm going to just follow it through. And you know, that eliminates the drama. I think it like closes up a lot of energy leaks too, because yeah. I think people don't realize how much energy it takes. If every time you sit down at your office, you're like, wait, what should I be working on? Should I work on this? Should I work on that? I could do this. I could do that. And because our brains are also programmed to conserve energy, almost always your brain's going to be like, well, we should like go on Pinterest and scroll for a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's never going to be like, you know what we should really do? Like we should really like buckle down and do this really tedious, hard task. Like most of the time it's going to be like, we could just like check the Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, so I think like having that list and just following it, it's very hard for me to do in practice just because I have ADHD and my brain is how it is. But the thoughts I use that create the results are like, I just do whatever is on my Google calendar. I'm like, my brain will be like, we should do this. And I'll be like, Google calendar is the boss of me. I'm just going to follow the calendar. Right. And I'll be like, no, no, no. We're just going to do what's in Asana. And I just have to keep telling it that all day basically to get through what I have to do. Otherwise it's like, I don't have the luxury of time anymore of like messing around. There are some seasons of the business where I do, but not right now. <laughs> like Matt and I are traveling. We have a launch, a new program launch coming up. We're doing the stuff for the mastermind. We have a million events planned. Like I've got to be on my stuff. And so I just keep like refocus. My brain's like, Oh, we could do this. Oh, what about this? Like, what about, and I just have to be like, no, like, just follow the calendar. I'm just going to follow the calendar. I'm just going to do my Asana task list and just redirect it there. And that's where I think the mindset and the tools have to work together because I think people rely, try to rely on the tool to do that piece for them right. where they're like, I just need a tool where I'll just follow the list. And it's like, well, you'll follow your list when you're thinking thoughts that create the result of you following your list. And if you have the right mindset, I'm always like all of the tools work. And if you don't have the right mindset, none of the tools work and all of the tools kind of work at the level of which like you manage your thinking. And what usually happens is people think like, Oh, I don't want to follow my list. Let me work on this instead or allow themselves to be very distracted. And then they're like, I'll move to ClickUp. <laughs> and it's like, well, moving to ClickUp's not going to fix that. <laughs> You're going to move to ClickUp and do the exact same thing on the same platform. Or this is like where we buy a new planner and it works for like a week. 
right? Usually because you're thinking a new thought, you're like, oh, my new planner, this is going to work. And you're like, oh, this is going to work for me. This is going to work for me. It's making you want to follow it. But then that thought slowly gets replaced with your default thinking, which is like, I don't want to do what's on my calendar. I don't feel like doing this. We could do this later. My brain loves, my brain's favorite one lately is like, we're very tired. You're very tired. We've been on camera a lot. It's been a really hard week. And, but if I really ask myself, I'm like, am I that tired? I'm like, no, <laughs> it's like, I'm not even tired. Right. And it's like, that feels real in that moment. If I don't check it, I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> I couldn't possibly follow my to-do list. <laughs> right. But it's like, if I'm doing that on Asana, I'll do it on ClickUp. I'll do it on a written planner. I'll do it on whatever. So you'll repeat the same patterns no matter what platform you go to. And then what I see people do is they try to fix their thinking with the platform. So I want to hear from you too, Lucy. Are you still on Trello? Like what's your favorite? I know I'm Rebecca and I have been banging on about Asana, but I'm always nosy about other people's businesses. What's like your favorite kind of platforms right now? Yeah, so I use Trello and I actually do uh, my planning a little bit different, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah. I think is the beauty of like everyone having unique Everybody brains, does everything. Right? And so I, I teach a like method that's a flexible detailed plan. So I do more of a high level guesstimate planning every quarter like these are the big things the big projects that i want to get done so usually it's like a summit or a bundle or a launch like those are the big things that are non-negotiables and then everything else can kind of fit in there mm -hmm. and i do a weekly plan where it's like okay well what is i like to feel like my intuition a lot too like does this feel good does it feel like i want to do it and if there's something that I keep pushing off and pushing off and procrastinating, then there's a bigger reason why I don't want to do it, right? Like there's something else why I keep pushing that off. So then that's a whole different issue. But I like to focus on like those detailed, flexible plans, because like you said, life happens, like our kids get sick, we have to stop working sometimes. And I think it just knowing that it's okay for your plans to change kind of helps with that mindset of like, okay, like, it's fine. Like, everything's going to be fine. My business isn't going to blow up. Like, I'm not going to not make any money or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay, you can just come back and build onto your plan or move tasks around. So I use Trello. And it makes it so easy to move things around. So I have different Trello boards, I have one for email marketing, I have one for weekly planning for Instagram. And it's easy to just be like, okay, well, I wasn't able to get this done yesterday, because my kid got sick, I'm just gonna move the task over for today or tomorrow. And so I kind of follow more of a weekly plan. But like I said, if there's something that you keep pushing off and keep pushing off and pushing off, and there's a different reason why you're not trying to get it done. But sometimes like life just happens and you have to be able to change and adapt quickly with the time. So just like this morning, I had a conversation with my OBM and I was like, hey, I want to fit in this other promotion, <laughs> possibly after Black Friday, before this other plan. Like, let's talk about it. Let's see what we can do here. And that that happens all of the time. So I have like a squirrel brain and I like it. Like I like doing a lot of projects. I am very fast paced person and that's what works for me. It doesn't work for everyone, but I like be working on different things as I get bored. And it's like, well, maybe today I don't want to work on the same thing for the whole week. Maybe I want to do one day this one day that. So just being aware of like what type of planner you are and how you operate and what your potential life situations that could come up and how flexible you need to be, um, how long it actually takes you to complete certain tasks. 
And then like you said, like choosing a platform and not blaming the platform for the reason <laughs> why something isn't working. Like there's different tools that work for different people. And sometimes it's not just the tool why it's not working. Like use it. You have to use it. You can't just use it and then switch and then use that one and then switch. So there's so much stuff here. <laughs> that we can't be about. Huge too. And I'm glad you brought that up. But I think like, I think the difference for me, if I do my plan like Sunday night or Monday morning, I usually do it as the first thing on Monday morning, mm -hmm. but sometimes I'll do it on Sunday, depending on what we're doing that weekend and stuff. But having that plan for the week makes a huge difference for me. The weeks where I feel the most out of sort and chaotic are when I come into the office one day and I go, oh my God, I have so much to do. I need to start working. And I start with this mentality of like I'm behind and then I don't take the time to like organize my calendar. I don't take the time to like make my to-do list and I just start doing random shit. And those always end up being my least productive weeks. Right. Which I think is interesting because it's, it's, I think our brains just naturally like to do this where it's like, I don't have time to plan. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, it's very clear. Like if I pay attention to the results that I create, the, the weeks where I create the most results are when I'm doing the weekly plan. And then I'll do like a daily debrief where I'm just like, really all I'm doing is like, how did I show up today? Was it how I wanted to? And like, what could I have done better or different? Right. And sometimes it's to get more done. Sometimes it's how I'm showing up with Matt at the house or with the dog or like all the kinds of different things, but just doing a really quick debrief and always staying focused on like, how am I showing up in the business? Is this how I want to show up? How do I, what could I do better tomorrow? And just kind of always trying to improve just little tiny things all the time. And that's made a huge difference for me. The daily debriefs with the weekly planning. I don't know that I could like function at this point without those things. So those are, those are really good tips with the weekly planning. Do you still do weekly planning too, Rebecca? Yes, for sure. Um, and yeah, the, so like the 12 week years, like the overview, like you said, like what big things am I working on? And then I like to think of things, um, like almost because I also need a lot of flexibility. Like I like to make my decisions ahead of time. So I don't have that overwhelming drama about what should I do. But then mm -hmm. I also like to build in flexibility because I have a sick kid home. I'm sick. You know, yesterday I pretty much took most of the day off and I'm able to do that without freaking out because um, I forget as much as I used to, I should say, um, is because like, I know what maintenance mode looks like in my business and what growth mode looks like, like, you know, yeah. identifying the tasks that are the bare minimum. So that on days or weeks that aren't going as planned, I don't have to think about that either in the moment, in the heat of the moment when things are, you know, people are sick. It's like, no, I've, I've pre-identified, like, I want to do this many emails per week or whatever it might be for you so that you know how to kind of like shift into a lower gear, if you will, yeah. on those moments or be flexible, you know, um, and then on weeks, months, days that are going as planned, then, you know, I'm more in growth mode where I'm able to, you know, take steps towards that bigger goal that I set for the 12 weeks. Um, and Asana is great. You know, most tools are, except maybe paper. I used to use paper planners, but I wasn't able to, you know, I had to cross things out and rewrite them. And, you know, five years ago, I realized that wasn't going to work very well. So I love any digital tool that allows you to just literally, like I just dragged that thing over from yesterday when I was sick to today and 
Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a really important conversation too. And something I talk about a lot is like, we're in human bodies. Like we're not meant to be a hundred percent productive a hundred percent of the time. Like, and on top of that, like not only are we in human bodies that don't produce at the same level every day, like you're going to, some days I'm like, some days you're going to have gas or you're going to have a migraine or you're going to be tired or like, you know, there's all kinds of different things. Like women have hormonal cycles, like, like just human being stuff. Like you're not supposed to produce at hundred percent, hundred percent at the time. And I think this like expectation we put on ourselves can be really, really unhelpful. Whereas like, what does when I am producing 100%, like, what does that look like? And then like, when I'm not, and I'm tired, or my kid is sick, or whatever is going on, what is like a bare minimum, and you're gonna have seasons, especially if you are in business long enough, I'm like, you're gonna have seasons where you're winning, and you're cranking out stuff, and everybody loves you, and the money's up, and everything's great. And you're gonna have seasons where, you know, you lose a family member, or you're sick, or somebody close to you is sick. And like, this is just shit that we're all gonna have to deal with in life. And so then it's like, we can't have that same expectation all, all the time, right? And this is something I struggle with a lot, just as someone with ADHD and clinical depression, my productivity fluctuates wildly, <laughs> like wildly. Like some weeks it's like, I can crank out more week than I've done in a, the whole quarter. And then other weeks it's like, I'm gonna be lucky if I can get my ass on camera and get the email out. Right. And it's like allowing space and building space into my business for both of those, because this is the brain I have. Right. And for anybody listening, it's like the, a lot of you have circumstances that are like, this is the circumstances I have. I have special needs kids or I have this going on in my life. And then it's like, OK, well, knowing that these are our circumstances and this is how it is, then how am I going to make my business sustainable? Because if your business only works when you're at 100 percent productivity, 100 percent of the time, guess what? Like you don't have a sustainable business because that is just not, not something that's going to work. Right. And so figuring out systems where you can like half-ass your email or like kind of get away with, and like, what does taking time off look like? And how do you keep money off money coming in while you're going into a lower gear? Like that's a whole separate skill set. I think that you have to learn as an entrepreneur. The first step is like, how do I make money with all hands on deck? Like, cranking and grinding it out like how do I get money to come in and then the next step is like how do I get money without working so hard and that's where the systems and and that type of stuff I think really comes in thank you guys so much for being here I want to give you guys one more chance just for anybody that has just signed on tell everybody who you are what you do where we can stalk you your favorite places to hang out on the internet and then tell everybody about the free gifts you had because they were really good you guys should all go if you need help with this stuff, you definitely want to follow Lucy and Rebecca. They really know their stuff um, and definitely go follow them and get their gifts and everything. Lucy, you want to go first this time? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm Lucy and uh, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. I post reels and stories with helpful information at Cheers to Productivity. And if you want to find out what type of planner you are, you want to get some tips specifically for your planning type, then you'll want to go to cheers to productivity.com slash quiz. And that will give you a whole series of tips and podcast episodes that you can listen to and get some helpful information, pretty adding on to everything that we talked about. So if you love this talk, then you'll definitely want to come follow yeah. me and Rebecca and, and come chat with us. Yeah, I love Lucy's Instagram too. She's always sharing like behind the scenes. I love seeing, I'm so nosy. I'm like, I love seeing behind the scenes of like everybody's little planning processes and businesses. <laughs> she's always kind of giving behind the scenes of like what she's up to. So you guys go follow her 
on the gram and watch her stories. And then Rebecca, tell everybody that maybe that just came on who you are, what you do, where we can stalk you. Oh, in your free gift, they got to get your quiz, right? Lucy, cheers of productivity.com. Okay. Slash quiz. We'll put the yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having us on. I'm Rebecca Lara. I am a certified life coach for busy mom entrepreneurs. And um, I mainly hang out the most in my Facebook group, Thriving Mamas, where we calm the chaos and simplify life and business. So come hang out with us there. And then um, the free gift I have today is my Time to Thrive series, which is timetothriveseries.com. And that will help you with some of, like a lot of what we talked about today. It'll help you create more time in your schedule for the things that are important for to you. Um, plan and prioritize your week and stay accountable to yourself. So, awesome! Yeah, if you're a busy mom, you definitely want to go watch that. Rebecca's like the queen of teaching this stuff, and Rebecca also coaches in the mastermind. So if you guys are in the mastermind or join the mastermind, you'll get calls with her as well and get to pick her brain, which is super super valuable. So thank you guys so much for being here. I'm coaching tonight. I'm like, I should plug my stuff too, I guess. I'm teaching workshop tonight. If you're watching live or you're watching the replay at seven, forget social media done week. And the replay will be up through the weekend for free. So whenever you're hearing this, if it's you should watch it if it's still available. Get social media done week has been killing it. I have a whole separate pop-up group. People have been doing tons of posts every day and posting videos. And we've been talking about, I've been sharing like half-assed real content. <laughs> So we want some ideas. I, I feel like I'm the queen of growing a lazy Instagram account. I really am. <laughs> so like, I put like almost no effort into my Instagram and I feel like it's grown every year. I've had it a long time, but every year I've had it, it's grown. So just, just, you know, let that be a lesson to you when your brain is like, oh, that has to be really hard and it has to all be really good. I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I don't think my Instagram content has ever been like the best content I've ever put out, but it still grows. People still like it there's still lots of value there for people. And so it's definitely possible to show up on social media, grow a platform without it being like some miserable, hard, dreadful thing. And so come to get social media done week. The mastermind will also be opening on Monday. So I know people have been wanting to join. I think that's the last time I'm going to open it this year. So if you guys have been wanting in Monday, watch your email because there's a special bonus thing that will be available on Monday only. Okay. Anything else? We need to tell them anything else. Any other words of wisdom? Keep going. Just do a little bit. You got this. If you're feeling overwhelmed, yeah, that's a human thing. It's okay, right? It's just a human experience. And you can always kind of regroup, make a new plan, move forward. And I think that's the name of the game in entrepreneurship, right? It's like kind of getting into overwhelm and then being like, okay, let me like regroup here, make a new plan. Like nothing's gone wrong. If you're feeling overwhelmed, you don't need to feel like it's a huge problem or it's really, really bad. It just means you're in a human body with a human brain. <laughs> Our brains sometimes get overwhelmed. It's okay. Just regroup, make a plan, move forward. You got it. Go follow Rebecca um, and Lucy and they will help you. Okay, that's it. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for being here. Bye everybody. Bye.